You're listening to Season 2, Episode 11 of Talk and Rock with GMH. Let's talk and rock. It's Talk and Rock with GMH. Welcome to the podcast where we talk rock. I'm your host, GMH, and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, the interview today is with Nathan James. He's a photographer and musician based out of Los Angeles. We get into all that in the interview. I'm very excited for you all to hear that. It's one of my favorite interviews I've done. And this week, Texas King, who was on the podcast at the very beginning, one of my first interviews, they released a new song called Not Myself. And I actually love this song a lot. It's different compared to their other stuff. I feel like they've grown a lot musically as uh, a band and I'm excited to hear the new music following and as well Chris Ulrich who was on the podcast recently released an EP and I also recommend you go check that out really cool sound to some of the songs Um, Room with a View is probably my favorite song Uh, it's different than the rest of the songs off this little three song EP it's a little bit more of like a rock song and more of a full band sound, which I always really love. And the other songs on this uh, EP are also amazing as well. Now, this week's song of the week is Black Betty by Ram Jam. So I've basically got this playlist called Car Ride, which is intended to be listened to on like long car rides, which has close to 500 songs and sometimes I forget the songs I've even added on to here and I'll just be shuffling it and I'll come across a song I haven't heard for a long time and I came across this song a few times and it's honestly like at this point a rock anthem and I don't know it's just got a signature sound um, guitar part and vocal part and just the way it's constructed and also such a groovy song and and yeah so that's this week's song of the week black betty by ram jam hey everyone so today our special guest on the podcast is nathan james how are you doing today my brother i'm doing really good awesome really really good so firstly, growing up, were there any specific artists, bands, or musicians that got you into um, music? Yeah. Um, Stained, uh, the band Stained, is yeah. a massive, massive influence. Um, it's been a while, and Outside were like two staple songs mm. that I've probably played each like 10,000 times, you know? Yeah. And um, same with Goo Goo Dolls, like, love love them just listen like i'm the guy who like once i find a song that i like i will play that song into the fucking ground you know what i mean so yeah listen to lots of stuff like that green day um blink 182 yeah um rob zombie marilyn manson um yeah ozzy osbourne ton of ozzy yeah it's kind of like the main focuses of of rock for sure i mean some 41 yeah and i mean when did you find that you had an interest in music 
Um, it was crazy. So it all stemmed from me doing photography. And yeah. even, even before photography, um, I was playing basketball and I had two knee surgeries that ended my career when I was playing um, college basketball and I couldn't play anymore. So my mom, she's an art teacher and she always, you know, brought out my artistic side and she yeah. sent me a camera in the mail when I couldn't play anymore. And yeah. when I was going to school in uh, Casper, Wyoming, that's what I was going for college. And I just started taking photos and then I started to hand paint actual shoes and I would mm -hmm. take pictures of those shoes. Um, and that kind of started the photo thing. And then when I moved back home to Denver, Colorado, where I'm from, um, I started to get into actually painting on girls and like doing body art on girls, you know? Yeah. And then from there led into me being like, damn, I really like taking pictures of people. And then my first ever like paid photo shoot was for Mac Miller at Red Rocks in Colorado. And then that just kind of opened the whole door up for me, like doing all sorts of shoots, you know? Yeah. And I mean, for photography, how did you, um, how did you go from, um, like you said, just starting out to being able to take pictures of like, I guess some of um, amazing like musicians and rock stars and all yeah. that sort of stuff. I mean, it just, it started out just like how anyone else would like start to do it, you know? And that's yeah. why I encourage everybody to really just, you know, you got to really believe in yourself because when you're just starting out in anything, yeah, the odds are that you're the only one that's really going to believe that you can do it, you know? Yeah. And that's all you need. You, you just, you don't need anyone else. You just need yourself to believe in you, you know? Yeah. And, um, but yeah, so from doing, uh, photography, I did this art, this uh, fine art photography gallery. It was called Nightmares, right? Mm -hmm. And there were these six photographs that I shot, and each one was named after a different insecurity or nightmare that we go through in our lives, you know? And one was called, Do You Give a Fuck? Is This How It Ends? Can You Hear Me? Why Can't I Feel Anything? Am I Good Enough? And then, Am I Alone? Mm -hmm. And so I, I still sell these prints. They're on my website. It's just shopnathanjames.com. And when I did that gallery, I was like, how cool would it be if I made um, a song that went to each photograph and kind of described how I look at that photograph and what that photograph means to me? Yeah. Um, because those, the names of those photos um, are all things that I felt, and they're all things that people will feel at one point or another in their lifetime. And so from doing that and me making six total songs to those images, yeah, made me realize I love making music. Now I never put out any of those six songs, but from from doing that, I learned um I love to make music. So those first six songs were horrible. They are not good whatsoever. But I learned that damn this is so much fun. I really want to get good at this. And that's what kind of started me like wanting to journey the whole music uh career you know yeah I'll, and i'll never stop doing photography ever i absolutely love it i always do it but my number one focus is to just grow my music impact a culture yeah. uh, i'm here for like i'm here for the whole you know popular outcast of uh people i was i was always an outcast through elementary school middle school high school college mm -hmm. everything um especially because i was in special ed through um all, all of schooling so yeah. you know, and I was held back. So I know it's like, and you know, I was always that kind of kid that didn't fit anywhere. But right. yeah, so. 
Yeah, and um, in one sec, we're going to get into all the music stuff here because that's what this podcast is all about. But yeah. in terms of photography, I mean, um, you've shot amazing album covers and other shoots. Is there uh, a shoot that you did where you got to meet someone that um, has really inspired you with your music that was really cool for you? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, album cover-wise, um, shot Machine Gun Kelly's most recent album, Tickets to My Downfall. Yeah. Got uh, Mod Sons, also recent al- album, Internet Killed the Rockstar. And then right now I'm also working with Avril Lavigne on some singles and some album stuff too. So none of that's out yet, but yeah. got, we're just kind of figuring everything out what we're doing. Um, yeah, and the list goes on. I shot everyone from rock stars, hip hop people, everything. And yeah. um, sorry, what was, what was the other part of that question? Yeah, you sort of like answered it, but it was... Was there a specific person that, like, oh, influence, sort of, right? Yeah, like that you were gonna do the shoot, and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm actually shooting, um, a picture for this guy or someone that's been inspiring yeah, me. I for mean, a long time. I I would say the most crazy surreal moment was like Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Um, because I just like grew up listening to her, and when I, you know, when you shoot someone that has such a nostalgic, like, timeless um just art and just you know aura of just impact on pop culture and culture just in itself yeah. it was just crazy to be like wow like who who would have ever thought you know that now i'm shooting avril lavigne and i think yeah. that's some of the craziest things is when you've known about someone for so long and as a little kid right i never knew i was going to be like a photographer and let alone a photographer that shoots like massive yeah. people and then when you're in that moment of like, holy shit, I'm, I'm doing it. It's sometimes just like, wow, like just life is so unpredictable. As much as people try to plan things out and try to set up this timeline of how they want things to work out, um, it just most often never does. You, you really don't have that much control. You know, that's why the biggest thing people can do is, you know, you got to just control what you can control, which yeah. is literally just your work ethic and your consistency, right. you know, and then the rest is just in fate and you just got to just let things play out how they play out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now with your own music, I mean, some of your first releases were more like on the hip hop pop side. When did you sort of switch to like, like a rock sound and what made you decide uh, to switch to that? Well, here's the thing. When I was first starting the music stuff, yeah. Uh, I always wanted to do rock, mm-hmm. but I couldn't really find any producers that could produce the type of rock music I wanted to do. Okay. So the stuff I was doing was more like on the emo rap, emo trap side of things, yeah. which has elements of rock and hip hop, as we know. Mm-hmm. And then um, as that evolved, then I, you know, started putting out those songs. Um, you know, more people reached out, and I started to meet more people that I wanted to meet that were able to produce more of um you know either pop punk stuff or new metal or industrial type heavier rock stuff yeah i've always wanted to do the rock stuff it's just literally just like a building process of getting and finding those right people to merge it together but i knew i needed to start somewhere you know yeah yeah for sure now you've also done um a few super awesome collabs with your music um uh do you do you have one that was um i mean yeah, you've done a few with uh, your music. Is there a specific one that um, 
at the in the moment was super awesome or were they all just really cool to do yeah no they've all been great um i got a couple songs now that aren't out yet okay um that i'm super super excited to put out um me and josiah recently just did a song a couple days ago and it's an absolute fucking smash like the energy of that song is just like punch your fucking teeth out like let's start the rage you know like i love i love shit like that so yeah yeah and i mean i'm i'm not sure i mean where are you based out of at the moment yeah so i live in la yeah okay so i assume compared to where i am in canada i assume the pandemic covid situation is very different i mean has it been nice to sort of return back to being able to attend shows and all that sort of stuff yeah man i heard canada's got it rough out there man y'all got like an 8 p.m curfew or some crazy <laughs> shit like that right? yeah i mean here the rules are starting to loosen up a little bit but we just recently started to get out of like a hard lockdown so yeah um, yeah so has it has yeah. it been nice to it's like, been hella good yeah Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you can keep going. Just like, has it been nice to sort of return back to seeing and playing shows? Oh, man. Yeah. Like, I fucking hate wearing that mask. Oh, my God. Especially now, if there's like this whole like vaccine and all this stuff, like some of the, the, the rules make no sense. Like, you can, you, like, when you go to a restaurant, right? You got to walk in with your mask, but once you sit down, you can take it off yet everyone's like packed in there you know it's just like dumb but um yeah it's great things are starting to open up again man and just uh right now my biggest thing is i'm trying to get on my first ever like tour as an opener yeah. with a bigger artist so my main thing now with the touring stuff coming open again is i just want to be on tour 24 7. My, my, my whole thing as an artist is just to make good art and put something into the world that you know, last forever. And yeah. how I can do that is through creating art that's going to last longer than, than myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I literally want to just be doing this until I'm dead. Like I, I want to die creating, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to die just being like boring and not doing something like I want to die doing things I love, which is creating art whether that be on the music side of things or photography or performing like yeah. i want to die in the midst of just busting my ass you know yeah and um i mean i i love your music uh super relatable lyrics they they just go crazy um right. and um i've got to ask in terms of lyrics and writing what goes into that oh man i'm glad you asked that question so Every, t- every song I've written is a song that's just a, a true story, either explaining an experience or mm-hmm. feelings that I've had, you yeah. know, or a combination of both. And um, one of the songs that like really hits heavy with me um, is Battleship. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote that song so fast. I literally wrote that song in like, 20 minutes like lyrically lyrically like wrote that thing in like and, 20 minutes and, and songs like, like that are the best songs like that are always the best yeah it was like a stream of consciousness i just like the beat was just playing over and over that well, that we had put together the instrumental and i got my phone i'm just walking around in the room just like you know writing the writing the lyrics in my notes and i kind of had all these things written and then i just had a you know after just you know 
get the arrangement of it and everything and how I wanted it. And when it came together, I was just like, fuck, love this. But a lot of my songs like that, self-destruction too, just so relatable. Like they're, they're all just like moments and they're all moments in time of things that, like I said, I, I felt or I'm going through, you know, mm -hmm. and the next song I'm dropping is July 9th. It's called Cinderella. Yeah. And that's the craziest story. So listen to this. Myself, Swaco, and Lil Zan all went to Vegas with a couple people. And we end up going out with this billionaire, okay? Okay. And like a legit billionaire, like a real life billionaire, okay? And so we go to this nightclub and I forgot my ID at the hotel. Yeah. So I had to go back, then come back to the nightclub. But by the time I got back, everyone got kicked out for doing cocaine in the bathroom. And so then we left there, went to Rhino Strip Club. And then when we get to Rhino Strip Club, we're in this VIP room. Yeah. And the billionaire, I don't want to say his name for private purposes. I don't know if you want me to say his name or not, but um, literally walks out with like a massive like suitcase that's metal with a lock on it. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I just, I knew there's money in there. And he sets it down, he opens it up and it's $10,000 in ones. And he goes, have fun. And I was like, this guy has gotta be fucking shitting me. You know? And I love, bro, I am a strip club king, dude. Like I love the strip clubs. So he opened that up, I was like, Oh man, like this is about to be one fucking hell of a night. So I got all the homies, we're just fucking throwing money like crazy. And there was this one girl, this one dancer that I just fucking loved. I was in yeah. love with this girl. Bro. Yeah. And um, you know, we're throwing money, we're doing all this crazy stuff. And and I don't know where this came from, but I had this idea of like if you can take a dollar bill, right? Like if this is a dollar bill mm -hmm. and you can take a single dollar bill and you can slap it on a butt and it stays, it's called a sticker. So I had all the homies on it like, yo, give her a sticker, you know? And try to get it to stick on the butt. <laughs> and um, so yeah, that all happened, man. And the, so to move forward with that story, the yeah. girl I fell in like, love with this girl, um, I, I kind of named her Cinderella mm -hmm. because it was like this whole, all this crazy stuff going on was literally like the epiphany of what the one night fantasy in Vegas would like be about. Like yeah. people would dream of, if I can have one night in Vegas, it would look like this and that look like that. And so when I got back home, literally the next day, I was like, I gotta write a song about this. And um, sat down and I was trying to think about what I wanted to write about at first. And my homie Mike was like, bro, why don't you just write about what happened in Vegas? Like, it sounds crazy. I was like, you're fucking right. I'm just going to literally write about what happened in Vegas. Yeah. So I did. And then, you know, the song is Cinderella. And it's literally just about that whole, like, fantasy of everything. And, like, the, literally a love story that's ended before it started. Because it was just this one night thing, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So every, every song's got its own thing. And Cinderella is a really, really personal song to me. Yeah. And not only is it specific to like that story, but Cinderella is, ev everyone is someone's Cinderella, right? Yeah. Everyone is someone's like dream girl or dream guy. So Cinderella is you or could be someone that you really like. You know yeah. I mean? So that's the relatability in that. Yeah. Well, now I'm interested. Now I'm really interested to hear um, oh, man, that song. Banger. 
Wait till yeah. you see the music video. I literally made the music video off of like the Disney movie Cinderella, but gone punk rock, goth, emo, you know, dark. So it's a really cool awesome. colliding of like worlds. I love it. Yeah. And since you brought up music video stuff, I mean, as you doing all different sorts of type types of art, um, have you, do you feel like you've been able to get really creative with your music videos? Yes, um, I have been 100%. Um, sometimes the level of creativity I want to do requires a ton of money that I'm not able to spend on the videos. Right. So I'm not able to always do exactly how I envision it in my head. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I work with what, I've, what I'm able to do because, um, you know, some of the stuff would cost just like hundreds of thousands of dollars to make happen. But yeah, I, I, I'm pretty much able to achieve, um, for the most part, how I want a lot of my shit to look, you know? Yeah. And do you feel like with your music videos, like in some capacity, you're able to represent what was happening when you were writing the song or what you were uh, thinking? Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Either it's what I was thinking or it's what actually happened, mm. you know, or, or, or me creating a new version for the viewer to hear, feel, and explain mm-hmm. what was happening, you know? Yeah. So out of curiosity, what would be your dream collaboration? Um, probably to do a song with Ozzy Osbourne or Marilyn Manson, honestly. Yeah, that would be incredible. Or even like, the, I don't know, Stained too. I would love to do a song with Stained. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Ouch. That'd be super crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when it comes to, I guess, um, starting to like get out and perform live and all that sort of stuff. Um, I mean, what do you expect um, shows to look like for you once you're able to get onto the road and start playing? Um, what do I expect shows to look like for me, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I have, so I'm glad you asked that too, because a lot of the new stuff I've been writing, Mm-hmm. I literally, you know, will help create the instrumental and the lyrics and the energy of the song to say, okay, how would this song look performed live in front of people that have no idea who I am and have never heard my music? I want people to really feel and catch on to the energy immediately and be like, wow, I fuck with this guy. So a lot of the songs I write, I try to, you know, lyrically or just instrumentally or as a whole try to really make it very digestible and easy to digest so that when people hear it they're like damn i I get it i understand it and i love it and i want to know more you know Mm -hmm. so yeah i want my shows just super high energy very catchy songs able to just rock out even if you never heard of it or know me or anything you know yeah yeah, for sure. Now, for you, do you have any advice for um, musicians or artists? Um, yeah, do you have any advice for, I guess, artists who are just sort of starting out and trying to get their name out there? Yeah. Uh, I'd say the biggest thing is don't make decisions out of fear, right? Like, in your career, don't move off of, oh, I'm afraid to try this or try that. You kind of got to try a bunch of stuff and I'm still in that process of, you know, trying and seeing what works and everything. Um, because eventually, you know, it's kind of like putting together, putting together a puzzle. 
Yeah. You got to try to put a bunch of piece puzzle pieces together before the right ones actually fit. Yeah. You know, and once you start to get a couple pieces that fit, it gets easier and easier to keep putting the pieces of the puzzle together to where you have like, damn, okay, here is me. Here's my image. Um, so that's my biggest advice. And you just got to stay consistent. Yeah. And make sure you just keep working hard and learning. But consistency is so key. You gotta have some sort of plan. Yeah. But keep in mind that plan is probably always going to change. So I always call it organized chaos because this whole business and entertainment is organized chaos. Everything changes by the hour, the day, the week. So you gotta have a generalized plan, but know that shit never goes to plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, before we wrap up the interview, where can people find your music, social media, and all that sort of yeah, stuff? So, I'm on all platforms for uh, my music, and then social media wise, um, you can follow me on Instagram or TikTok, and the username is just that's Nathan James. So, cool. Check me out. Yeah, awesome. shoot me a DM. You know where you're from. Awesome. And so, yeah, thank you so much for talking with us today. Of course, brother. Thank you, man. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nathan James, for coming on the show. And thank you all so, so much for tuning in. Be sure to give us a follow at Talk and Rock Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And head over to our website, www.talkandrockpod.com. And yeah, once again, thank you all so, so much for tuning in. And we'll talk to you all next week. Let's talk and rock. It's talking rock with GMH.